Hello, you are listening to, or so they say, I can't fix it now. The podcast where two sisters <laughs> travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I am surprisingly Kelsey. And I'm Megan. I almost sound like myself. No, you don't. Stop. <laughs> it's uh, not I'm, good. It's so close. Like every day I'm like, I'm this much closer. This has literally been since, oh, I don't know, Valentine's. I know it's been since Valentine's Day mm-hmm. because... Uh, I went to work the next day and everybody's like, oh, my boyfriend got me this. My Well, I only work with women and yeah. they're all with men, unfortunately. And oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, me and Maddie got each other sick for Valentine's Day. Uh, it got worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it got a little better. And I was like, oh, we're good. And my manager was like, oh, I'm glad to hear you're getting better. And then she just ruined it because then I started dying, like really dying. Oh, my word. Um. And yeah, I think it's all weather related. I say sick. I don't know. I don't know. Because lots of drainage, raw throat, coughing because the raw throat, losing voice because the coughing. This mm-hmm. is after the losing the voice. So that's true. Oh, it's a pain in the butt. I like stay away from me. I don't want to be sick anymore. I'm no, I'm no- Oh, gosh. Literally, I feel like my job thinks I'm a liar because this is I if we're all keeping track, what, the fifth time I've been sick since November? hmm And I'm losing my mind. Yeah. Like, I can't stand this. And I told her, I was like, I swear, I've never gotten sick this much. And I'm not sitting here and being like, it's the COVID, it's the vaccine, it's the lack well, of vaccine. Like, it's, no, oh, that was my throat. It's <laughs> just, it is what it is. I was going to say, is this like, I don't know, almost like an aftershock of COVID. Like, this is just what we're going to deal with going forward because help me. I don't know. Some people have the the thought process, which like I sort of get of saying like, oh, well, we all went so long with wearing masks and not being out and about and around these this bacteria and stuff that we're now suddenly getting sick easier. And I'm like, I suppose that tracks. I suppose that yeah. makes sense. But like, come on now. Right. Like... <sighs> Sorry, but I've been out and about for like a year. Yeah. At least. And I just uh, I speaking don't know. of also my seasonal allergies I never used to get seasonal seasonal allergies, first of all. But second of all, as time progresses, I am getting them and each year they get a little worse. So I'm mm-hmm. just chalking this up to and honestly, no one around me is getting sick. Nobody. I was wearing a mask for a little while. Maddie's not getting sick at all. And she gets sick if you look at her wrong. Um, And so I just like, I haven't been wearing a mask. Nobody's getting sick. I'm like, cool. Just me. All right. Well, I was going to say, speaking of uh, COVID, bringing that back up. I mean, it's not a distant memory, really. It's still like alive and well. No, it's It's still happening. Yeah. It's not talked about as much, but there's another podcast I'm listening to that I'm like very, very far behind mm-hmm. and I'm in 2020 now on our podcast and the pandemic just happened a couple months ago and truthfully, it was kind of like haha funny at first, but it actually got really depressing listening to them week after week. Oh yeah. I know. And I'm pretty sure you're talking about the podcast I'm thinking about. Yeah. There yeah. was one episode where, um, they made the comment i mean they said we've been in lockdown at this point uh like almost three months or something and they said i don't remember when lockdown happened but covid had been like they had announced the pandemic as of three months before that recording 
And they're like, you know, if we just a couple more weeks, if we can just quarantine and stay at home, we can all go back to normal in mm-hmm. just a couple of weeks. And I'm yeah, like, they were like, they're all saying if we uh, stay inside, if you have to be out, wear your masks, do this, we could all be out in the next month or so. Mm-hmm. And I was like, sweet summer children. Like yeah. they wanted it so bad. And each uh, I'm listening to the same podcast you are. And I'm like a, a year or two ahead of you in, mm-hmm. in listening well, I guess it would only be a year because yeah. uh, it's just now 2023. Um, but yeah, they're, I don't know, just hearing the progression of them being like, here we are still. Like, they're very excited where I'm at, where they get to do, I mean, I guess it has to be an episode I just listened to. They got to do their first quote unquote live show, but it was Facebook live. It was like a social oh, media yeah. live. Mm-hmm. And they're like, this is the first time we're going to see you guys in over a year uh, but it's not even really seen. <laughs> They're like, we're going to have a moderator do like a Q&A while we talk to you mm-hmm. through webcams. And they're so like, they're stoked about it. Yeah. So mm. it is. It was just hearing it in their voice. Like they sounded so sure. And I was like, man, this sucks. But they did bring up they're like, you know, there are there's pushbacks from different cities, different states that are wanting to open back up anyway, even though it is 100 percent not safe. And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes, yes, <laughs> go, go on. on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, we were in much darker times. We're much we're better now. I think people just want, I used to lose my voice every now and then. This is mm-hmm. things that happened to me all before COVID, but I think people, it's COVID's just, 100% reshape the way we think illness. I think just as a yeah. society in general, you can't well, get any type of sick without being like, hmm, well, as, <laughs> is yeah, this going to kill me? As silly as this is, it just started with like a little runny nose and a cough. And I just out of habit was like, well, I'm going to wear my mask to work because, and as it seems dumb now, but two, three years ago, I wouldn't have done that. No. Like, it, it's so dumb that this wasn't just a common practice, at least in the U.S., mm-hmm. before all of this happened. Because it's, I don't know, I had a customer, a regular customer. We're fine now. We're still tight. It's cool. Uh, but you could tell he was a little like, oh, he's like, oh, you're wearing the masks again? And I was like, I mean... I don't want people coughing in my face and getting me sick. So I feel like I'm just doing you all a favor. Yeah. Um, And he's, we're just not cut out to have a piece of cloth on our face all the time. I was like, yeah, but I would rather wear that for a few days than be sick for a few weeks. Like I am right right now. Just a couple hours at a time, you know? Yeah. Um, It's, it it should have just been a common thing the whole time. It makes more sense for your line of work since you work with food and stuff. I know I am more mindful of it being around food and drinks and stuff. I mean, I do work in an office with one other person. We share a large office and we're at least we've got to be at least six feet apart. So I don't have to wear a mask. There's really no I don't interact with customers face to face. So there's Mm -hmm. really no reason. But so it it's weird. I can't think of the last time I actually wore my mask. And I'm on and off. It's still just kind of there for me. I always have one in my car. Yeah. So Hmm. I don't know how you know what? This is not, this was not a PSA about COVID. I'm just mad about my voice. You're getting sultry Kelsey today, (laughs) (laughs) but hopefully fingers crossed because I'm coming up on like weeks of this happening now. Um, I don't know. Hopefully every morning, every night I go to sleep, I'm like, I'm going to be better tomorrow. And then I like cough my life away in the bathroom, Mm -hmm. cough things up. And I'm like, cool. Another day. (laughs) Yeah. Fingers crossed for tomorrow, everyone. (laughs) Well, 
It's the first Thursday of the month. It is. It's almost the first of the month. By the time this comes out, it'll be the second of the month. That is true. Yes. And if you recall, if you're not caught up and for some reason listening out of order, go back to the last first of the month, first of February. And we covered a little place called Fowler, Indiana. Yeah, a couple places in Fowler, Indiana. Yes. And we promised you a follow up and we're here to deliver. We, we follow through with those promises sometimes this is one of those times (laughs) so we did we finally got to investigate our two locations so no we're not going to cover probably any history maybe some like brush-ups just to to refresh you but this is going to be all experience this episode so if you need to brush up on history go back to the first of february check that out listen to it but we got like february that was so long ago but also not i don't know time's an illusion (laughs) just go on (laughs) um we're we're in fowler and we're covering two places we're covering the fowler uh courthouse well, no, the Benton County Courthouse. Benton County Courthouse. I was like, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> and the Fowler Theater. Yes, there we go. Um, I get it seems weird jumping in, but we, we're I doing guess we it. Just go, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. we already, if you want the history, if you're just really itching for the history in the background, mm-hmm. go back to February. We're yes. here now. It's March. It's a new time. Yes. So when we visited, the first thing they told us, they did give us a heads up that the courthouse is it's not their current courthouse it's the old courthouse which is right next to the current courthouse so i was a little confused there was some confusion (laughs) but uh they told us that there's no air like heat or air conditioning in this building so be prepared depending on the weather which at the time we went the heat would have been nice it was a little chilly uh (laughs) it could have been a little warmer and um we started there first. There was we had a tour guide technically. Uh, his name was Justin. Yes. He's one of the volunteers for Fowler uh, Haunted Fowler, and that we met up with him. And I mean, he was pretty transparent. Like, how much do you guys know about the place? And we told him, you know, well, a lot. <laughs> We've yeah. done some research, and so he offered to give us just like the quick tour to give us ample time to investigate, mm-hmm. which was nice. And he did a quick run through, showed us the hot spots, just highlights of the the courthouse to start. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to be downstairs hanging out in this room if you need me. Yeah. Do your own thing. (laughs) Yeah. So that was nice. And it was me and Kelsey and Maddie and John. And we stayed together for the majority of our time the four of us right i don't know if you, if you specified this was a three-hour investigation that we did yes but it was split between the two locations now the locations were literally a block apart so it wasn't like we had to rush over and make a 15 minute drive it was like a 15 second drive right um but we had to split those three hours between the two locations mm-hmm. so i think we split it, split it pretty evenly once you took out the tour of the buildings and the drive time, uh, probably we got about a good hour with each building. Yeah, I'd say at least an hour. That seems not right since it was three. Maybe an... Yeah, like hour 15. Like a little over an hour for each place, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... So not... I mean, we felt a little rushed, mm-hmm. but I still feel like we made good use of the time. Yes. 
the I mean, one of the hot spots in the courthouse, of course, was the cell that they kept. Jacob? Sure. Was that his name? Oh, sorry. I forgot. I know. <laughs> I should have brushed it up. It's where they kept the guy who um, was accused of killing that young girl and the town did their own justice and drug him to a tree in town and hung him. If y'all remember that, there's the quick, your quick history. And then made canes out of the tree as souvenirs for the men. Yeah, casual. Mm-hmm. So his cell is... <laughs> The courthouse itself is broken up into three stories. Tech, I think three so, or yeah. four technically. Yeah. Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four. Four if you count the attic. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I had to think about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The lower level was what like office space. It was the older um, part of the, the original part of the jail, and then jail courthouse, and then they built on top of it. Yes. So, yeah, the basement area was really used for office space, but they still had the old cells. Uh-huh. They yeah. had the, um, oh, gosh, where, the evidence room. The evidence room, yeah, where they kept all of the evidence up until, like, the recent, like, right before they stopped operations. Mm-hmm. So there were lots of, uh, lots of... Uh, contempor- questionable. I was not contemporary. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? Like more recent thing. Lots of bongs. Sorry, mm-hmm. there were a lot of bongs in there. There was literally a trash bag in the corner that he pointed to us, and he's like, "Uh, that trash bag is full of weed, but I would not take it. It's probably not good anymore." Yeah, he's like, "It's <laughs> really old." Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, so I- there's just trash bags of weed hanging out, bongs, cigarettes, guns, knives, the whole. Mm-hmm. And they're just there. They're there. You can touch them. You should Alcohol, bottles of alcohol. Uh, yeah, I can't, guns. Lots there was a whole of gu- guns. There was like a gun rack. There was also, I was in the evidence room longer than you were. Mm-hmm. There was a little wall of knives. And one of them, I'm not joking, looked like a bone shank. Like the, it was like a little knife, but it looked like it was made out of a bone. Oh. So kind of wild. Yeah, he and he was adamant that this is real evidence that was taken in that they just didn't do any after it was cataloged. It sat in this this closet. They all had tags, names, mm -hmm. like evidence numbers, all that. If they were props, they went a great length to make it look like prop, like uh, legitimate items. Yeah, I doubt it, though. I think they were genuine. Mm hmm. Most of it was. I don't know how much of it is like people who've come to investigate and just stuck it on the shelf, which is possible. Yeah. Yeah. There was a whole carton of Marlboro. Marlboro? Yeah. Cigarettes. (laughs) Like the big carton that has like 10, 20 packs in it or something like that. Yeah. Uh, However that works. And she looked old. Like Uh, someone could not have been hanging on to that. They were full. I did touch things. You're not supposed to, but I touched it because I had to know. And it was full. <laughs> yeah, I also kind of maybe touched a couple of things because I want to know if it's real. I mean, he said it's real. I didn't touch the bag of weed, but part of me is like, I want to look in there and see if it's really a bag of weed. We did not. Because I think it was tied up. It would have been it was, very obvious it was. If we Just rip a hole in the bag. <laughs> I'm just curious. Mm, she nasty <laughs> dang <laughs> i almost said that <laughs> anyway oh we don't smoke the weeds anyway i don't do, I don't do weed um <laughs> okay so down that's down the basement and so is jacob we think his name is uh so yeah. is down there it's been a little bit since we investigated no. and maddie and i 
stayed in the in his cell no 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 that's not what's down there i'm sorry that is the room where i did talk about this in the history too that's the room where they chained people to the walls and they held them until they either went crazy or confessed to yeah. Yeah. whatever it is and that's the room we stood in yes we were hanging out in there asking questions and <sighs> You and John were walking around the rest. I think you were looking in the evidence yeah, room. Yeah, we stuck in the evidence room for a little while and then kind of met up with you in that area, in the old cell area. Mm-hmm. Maddie and I used a voice recorder and a camera. Mm-hmm. And I'm... You also had ghost tube. I had ghost tube going, yeah, after a little bit. I didn't turn it on right away. So I kind of screwed up a little bit in my recording and... Didn't have night vision all the way on. Whoops, a daisy. <laughs> yeah. So my video is dark. <laughs> There's not a lot to see. I think mm-hmm. uh, just when flashlights come up, basically. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and as far as the recording goes, or the feeling of standing in there, I was like nervous at first to mm-hmm. stand in it, but after getting like settled, it wasn't too terrible. It was pretty narrow i wasn't expecting it to be so narrow but he showed us in the wall where the the holes were where the chains were in the walls and i couldn't imagine being strung up in there first of all i would also go crazy you're essentially standing in a narrow hallway chained to the wall yeah um i didn't get any really weird feelings um as far as the recording goes in that area there was some whispering i guess but it was hard to tell you guys were far enough away i don't think it was you but there was nothing intelligible that we picked up right right i don't know what you guys had going on um i'm trying to think of what else was down there there was that there wasn't really anything else right it was just like no storage stuff yeah not really it was just storage i'm getting the first floor i think and the the basement confused parts of it. Yeah, there was just uh, old files and things down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and John, like I said, hung out in the evidence room mostly. Uh, we had a camera, and John was, I believe, recording on his phone. I don't think he, he did had the record- EMF. He had the EMF reader. Mm-hmm. Um, so this building has some electricity to it. Yeah, but like not not down there. No, not, not where we were. And the EMF meter was having the time of its life. Like, I (laughs) don't know why. I've never seen it this active before. No, not at any location. And and it wasn't, it was consistent, but not consistent. Does that make sense? It wasn't like you held it up to a specific spot of the wall and it was going off like, oh, that's that's an electrical line running. It's Mm -hmm. not that. It was like in the middle of the room where nothing was. Yeah. Um, So that was happening down, down in the basement. Mm-hmm. There was a point towards the end of. Sorry, we both got a notification. I know, I know. <laughs> anyway, well, John, I think my husband is home, and I think he forgot to turn off the alarm, our camera system, and so every time he's walking through that room where the camera is, mm-hmm. it's telling me there's motion detected, and I'm, I'm like two seconds from texting him, like turn off the camera, <laughs> <laughs> right? A blessing and a curse, really. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I anyway, hope it's him. Oh God! No. <laughs> if you need to, it's anyway. Him. So, um, EMF meters like kind of going wild. It did a little bit outside of the evidence room, but it actually really wasn't terribly um, 
you know, active, active in that mm-hmm. room. It was active back in the cell area where you guys were. Mm-hmm. And I will say there was a point where, sorry, that was strong. There was a <laughs> point where, um, don't you say your peas like bees? So they disappear. We talk about this because when you said, you said booby one day or something. <laughs> I don't remember. So something being poopy, just booby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, fond I just memories. Kinda, I just do tiny lips. I like suck my lips in when I say my Little white peas. woman lips. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you say your pee, you just go down. I just don't care. You're all getting like the real deal here. <laughs> like That's, you're sitting right here with us. When we finally get this camera up and going, you guys can see the stupid face I make while I'm saying my peas. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> That's so stupid. I hate you. It works. Okay. Well, anyway, there was a little bit of something in the basement. I think I like the nice thing about having cameras, about having voice recorders, about having all of these things that you can look back on is you see things in the moment you hear us say like, what was that? Like, did you hear that? And we're like, hmm, anyway, and you keep going. It's like, and then you make the connections after the fact. And in the moment, you're not really recognizing Mm -hmm. what it could possibly be. And I think that happened because on Megan's camera, although I didn't get to see a lot. Sorry. Uh, it's okay. Towards the end of the first video, you hear me ask if the host, uh, our guy that walked us around, Justin, is pacing upstairs. And you just go, hmm, I don't know. Anyway, and we keep talking. Mm-hmm. Where was Justin the entire time that we were at Fowler Theater? He popped Ups- his butt in a seat. On the first floor in the kitchen. He didn't. No, no, I'm saying uh, well, at Fowler Theater. Oh, at theater. Yeah. He's where we saw him in. with our own eyeballs. That man did not move. Yeah, he didn't. And the thing is, he's a he's a volunteer for Haunted Fowler. He knows how this works. And like he literally said, I'm going to be sitting up here in the dark if you need me. Like he wasn't he didn't have any lights. He didn't have anything to interfere with our uh, investigation. He had his cell phone. Yes, that was it. But what I asked was, do you is do you think Justin is pacing upstairs? And you went, hmm, I don't know. And then we just kept talking. He didn't move. Mm-hmm. Like the whole time, like I feel like he's mindful enough of these things that why would he just be walking around when he knew we were in the basement? Right. And there's no working bathroom, so it wasn't him gay enough to go to the bathroom or anything. He was just sitting in a chair. Yeah. So I think we just were like, oh, this dude's just walking around. I don't think he was. And we all, That's he- true. We all heard it. And we're like, oh, he must be pacing. Mm-hmm. And then just went about our lives. Well, yeah, after, because the theater was our second location. After seeing how he was in the theater, it... Like, had you not, had he not been looking at his phone, you would never know he was there. Mm-hmm. And of course, it was one of the first thing that happened. So by the end, I we didn't think to ask him, like, were you pacing? <laughs> yeah, but I don't, like I said, I doubt he was because this was like we had probably been investigating because it was at eight and a half minutes into this video. We had probably been investigating for about 15 minutes at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, he would have already been settled and sitting. And why would he pace? Right. So weird. I, I'm kind of annoyed we didn't think Catch of it much that, more yeah. in the moment. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So, oh, well, I, do you have anything else about the... Not really. Because no. I kept the camera stuff minimal because the battery life is not good and i can't find my power bank so i was sparing with my recording yeah sparing with my recording i was i was recording sparingly i don't know why i tried to choose a different way to explain that (laughs) okay well anyway (laughs) it's okay so you can go on you can pick it up now Uh, oh 
Yeah, that's because I'm going to go in order of my notes. That's pretty much all I had for, for the basement. For the basement, yeah. I think, where is it? Goodness gracious, I have a lot of... Oh, I guess in my video, I, on my camera, there's a lot of dust down there. Mm-hmm. It's We've talked about before, it's sometimes kind of hard to differentiate between orbs and dust, so they can be questionable at times. But there was one that seemed pretty... Like, it stood out to me that I believe there was an orb coming out of the... Ev- going out of the evidence room door. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that was at three minutes and 19 seconds. And then you see me, I wrote at three minutes and 30 seconds, a lot of dust particles floating in the evidence room. So like, you know what that looks like. And then there was that orb prior to, it looked different. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I have for the basement floor. Yeah, I don't, um, didn't get a ton on our end. Um, yeah, not with the... Ghost tube. I mean, I guess I could check ghost tube. I'm afraid to open it now and it start going like nuts or something. Right. I will say just for pretty much the entirety of the night, ghost tube really didn't say anything uh, substantial. There were certain parts where it would say I would ask a question and it would say why. Yeah. And I'm like, "Mm, well, why not? Answer. (laughs) I will say like if there were pointed things, I will say that it said rope. Uh, a number of times mm-hmm. and he was drug out and hung that that prisoner was drug out and hung yes um it also hung, said hanged. we do this every time um yeah it's it's the one that doesn't sound right it's hanged okay he was hanged yes whatever anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> um well oh, okay uh it did say rope and it also said i see you a lot yeah, I think I actually might have that in my notes somewhere. Uh, is it I see you? Oh, it's another one, but we'll get, we'll get to it. <laughs> I want to save. I got to remember this one. I'll just remember Ghost Tube because there was a funny thing it said. It wasn't necessarily <laughs> funny, but I caught it. It was like, no, <laughs> you'll remember when I say it. <laughs> okay, because I'm trying to rack my brain. I'm like, I don't know. And there was another part. Um, I guess, well, I'll wait till we get to that floor. I'll wait. Yeah, it. it I was really nervous starting out because the basement's so dark and isolated that I was like, eh. yeah, when he gave us the walkthrough, I was like feeling it in the basement. I was mm-hmm. ready for that. I went straight for the evidence room. You can hear me in the video. I was like, I really want to go to the evidence room. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we were down there, suddenly it wasn't near as it got very calm. Yeah. I like I said, when I stood in that hallway with the chains uh, where the chains were, I for only like a, a minute at most did I feel uncomfortable. And then I was settled in. Yep, pretty much. Yep. It was weird. Um, All right. We didn't really up. check anything else out in the basement. We went up to the first floor. Yeah. Which there's the intake room. There are the jail cells. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there was the kitchen, but that was used yeah. as like the hub. So yeah, our headquarters. We didn't go there. And I think the first thing we did was go back to the jail cells. I believe so, yeah. Because that's when we found Jacob's jail cell. Mm-hmm. Um, again, kind of surprised at how calm it was. Mm-hmm. Because I walked off on my own down a line of cells without anything on me. like Without just, a light? 
I think right? I, I think I just used a light and that was it. And usually, like I'm kind of a baby for us having doing this, having done this for a long time. I'm still kind of a baby. I don't just walk off on oh, my yeah. own. And I walked down. <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to cough. I just <laughs> walked down that row of cells by myself, and I went down to the. There's a um the isolate, padded the padded cell the padded cell room. <laughs> I walked it. Oh, no. I did my pee. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, is that when the... Uh... No, I went padded. Oh, stop. I'm not looking at you. Um, I walked down to the padded cell by myself and had no problem. And actually, there was a moment that I was like, oh, because I... Oh, yeah. It was like the second or third cell. You're walking. Each one still has like beds in it and stuff. Fine, whatever. I turned the corner and I see the outline of a body and I said, hello. Yeah. Uh, and it was a, it was a jumpsuit. An orange jumpsuit. An orange jumpsuit hanging up from the bunk bed. So it was like hanging flat. And if you just out of the corner of your eye, it looked like a person standing there. I was like, oh my God. I'll tell you the thing that got John good was uh, near the, the entrance where it had all the plaques and stuff for the different sheriffs and. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in the, one of those rooms, they had one of the target practice like pictures the, where it's the silhouette of a person. Yeah. And John, when we when we split up later, we'll talk about that. Uh, he came around the corner and I swear I watched his soul leave his body. He's <laughs> just like, oh, no. <laughs> I know. Like, that's, that's what caught me off guard on that floor. But otherwise, man, it's like here where people were kept in that padded cell where like dangerous people were kept. Mm-hmm. There's it's just it felt really eerie when we got the walkthrough and then we were in there by ourselves. I was like, all right. The padded cell was, uh, kind of gross looking. Yeah. (laughs) The walls were dirty. Like, well, they were dirty at about, Oh, I don't know. Five and a half feet up. Mm -hmm. Like you could tell where people like ran their shoulders into the walls and stuff. Yeah. Or their bodies in general. Yeah. It's kind of, that was weird. Oh, I'd say five feet up. Sorry. I guess they're really tall people, Mm -hmm. but yeah, about (laughs) shoulder level for normal people, not us. Uh, (laughs) You could see where they just like ran themselves into the wall. So that was a little unsettling. Mm -hmm. I was nervous to check out Jacob's cell. Uh, I really hope Jacob's his name. Like, we just call him that. The guy who killed the girl. (laughs) I was nervous to check out his cell, again, because he's a violent criminal. And they said they've gotten a lot of uh, people have gotten EVPs. They've felt uh, people have felt themselves being, like, touched or something. Things like that. So whenever you hear that, you get a little nervous, especially when you're a woman presenting and you're going to... uh, to a cell of a guy who killed a young girl doesn't feel good right (laughs) and again me and maddie kind of hung out around his cell you and you and john kind of hung out together um there was another part to this room though that we didn't go to and i'm i don't know i don't know if i regret it or not i don't know i'm mostly lazy (laughs) yeah it yeah so it was two stories worth of cells they were just stacked on top of each other but the staircases that went up to the second floor of cells was taken out yes and the only way to get up to it was a ladder yeah like a like a collapsing ladder that you use to like get up to a roof Mm -hmm. and they had just like propped it up against the opening to the cells on the second level Mm mm-hmm they're like, you can climb up there if you want. I was like, I'm not trying to die today. We tried to get John to do it. <laughs> he, he would not. He wouldn't take that. It was mostly 
I'm getting more cautious in my old age. And I was like, if I fall, well, I guess it's going to do a number on me. (laughs) I can't sleep wrong without being like wrecking my entire day. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. And I would probably be so stiff and rigid going up that ladder. Just afraid. It's Yeah. I'm weirdly afraid of heights. I'm kind of annoyed by it. I learned that at some point in my life uh, the hard way because I was like up on a tree, a tree that had fallen over over a little pond and i started to walk across the tree and my knees literally buckled like i was shaking you could see the tree shaking i was like i need to get down oh no (laughs) so that was embarrassing no whoops (laughs) anyway jacob's cell sorry so we recorded in jacob's cell and we took video and took um, a voice recorder with us for most of it and there were some questionable noises, but I think after a, a little more listening to the voice recorder, kind of able to write it off, which yeah. is unfortunate. There was one part, it sounded like this really weird growl. Ooh, okay. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. And then like a second later, I don't know who he was talking to, but you heard John go, was that your stomach? <laughs> So Whoops. somebody's tummy growled, and I don't remember who. <laughs> Loud it enough was. to be picked up on the voice recorder. <laughs> it sounded like scary. We had just had dinner, guys. Did yeah, like yeah, an I'm hour always, prior. I'm always hungry. I'm hungry now. We gotta <laughs> I, hurry. I am super hungry. Okay, <laughs> so it there was also this weird like rustling noise, but I don't want to. Um, I don't want to jump immediately to paranormal. Truthfully, what it could have been was someone moving because we were all wearing jackets. It was cold and it could have brushed a jacket and got that weird rustling yeah. sound. I really like the voice recorder that we have, but I will say it is very sensitive. Yes, it is. Very sensitive. <sighs> we'll get to it uh, in the theater. And uh, yeah, besides those noises, again, just they're like murmuring, but you could never really make anything out there Mm -hmm. was one part i think it was on this floor um there is a weird word i guess okay um it almost sounds like and maddie listened to it and she put this note down i couldn't really i wish i would have listened to it without reading her note to see if i could have heard something different yeah but it almost sounds like someone says matilda I can't even say it like menacing, <laughs> but yes, it's a drawn out Matilda. Weird. Okay. And I don't, it almost sounds like Maddie, but why, what would she be saying? And she was like whispering. And I think we all made it a point to not whisper. Yeah. I think we were all pretty good about not being super loud, but not whispering, being clear about who's speaking. Yeah. And there was one other, it was almost an intelligent response maybe again it was very hard to make out what was being said but somebody asked a question and it said something like uh i'm coming or just coming something like that okay it it was hard to make out okay and it was relatively intelligent to the conversation that was happening. I think we were getting ready to move from the cells out into the open. Yeah. And it said, like, I'm coming. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like <hold on. laughs> coming with you. <laughs> hmm. But 
no, not once in that those moments did I feel any type of like threatening aura about it. The the voices themselves sound fine. Yeah. So whatever's there wasn't malicious. I don't believe. Yeah. Uh, truthfully, I don't have much notes on that floor at all. Okay. So I, I oh, have none end. actually. <laughs> okay. Well, then we moved up to the third floor, which this was like... Second floor. Well, sec- American second floor. <sighs> you As- know, the third level, we're, yeah. there's, we're on the third level of yes, this thing. Yes, yeah. And this is, I don't know, it was like bedrooms and stuff, which is weird for a yeah, courthouse. Yeah, it felt like just a house. <laughs> it did. You went from... And I didn't think about it until after the fact. I'm like, we went from an establishment to a home in a floor. Right, to the point where one of the rooms, they say there's a little kid that hangs out in there. I'm like, okay, so we just had a whole family up here. Yeah, was it like the sheriff's family, maybe? Possibly living there? Maybe, but the room that we hung out in the most actually had trigger objects, so they they kept a ball in there. Mm -hmm. So that the little boy could, or the little kid, I don't know if they specify, I think a little boy. Uh Uh-huh. Could, like, roll the ball around, kick the ball to you, whatever. Yes, now, this room is where I have my most notes. I had some notes, too, and <laughs> I will let you do yours first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, let's see where we start. Uh, at a minute and 28 seconds in your video, I said, uh, we asked the boy if he could kick the, ball, kick the ball to us, and then you hear what sounds like footsteps. Like, they almost sounded like footsteps, like, coming up the stairs. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I immediately put... JK, it's the windows in the wind. (laughs) So we should probably note now that for some reason... It was, we were in the middle of a tornado. I don't understand. The wind picked up ferociously. Like, enough that it was hindering our recordings like yes i had so many notes that i had to get rid of that i was like is that footsteps is that knocking is that no it is just the wind like shaking the house and because the building is so old it is like lead windows so they're very loose in Mm -hmm. their frame so they're shaking and you can hear the wind howling outside it was not good yeah so let's in the attic that Sorry, would... my, my my next note doesn't make a ton of sense. I don't know why I put that. I'm going to disregard my own note. Okay. Uh, <laughs> at four minutes and 19 seconds, I said, uh, you see a figure obstruct the light. We had the light grid set up as well, and the light grid was set up in front of the ball. So that yes. if the ball moved, you could see it move through the lights, on the wall, whatever, anything. Mm-hmm. We also had the EMF meter next to the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, there's a point where you can see an object, a figure, obstruct the light grid on the left side. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what in the world? Like, it's a big figure. But at the same time, you hear John kind of do a <clears throat> thing. And I'm like, is he stretching? Like, because he was off to the side that the thing was, but he just made like a grunting noise. It mm-hmm. was definitely John. So I'm like, okay, maybe he's just stretching and he stretched into the light grid. I don't really remember him doing that, though. I didn't either. That's why I was like, I I don't know. But now it gets exciting. Oh, good. Uh, I said at four minutes and 30 seconds, there is an inexplicable green light that is hovering what looks like, okay, this is hard because it's your camera and it wasn't a night vision. (laughs) Yeah. So I thought it was 
around like where the wall meets the ceiling. There's just this green light hovering by the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And it very clearly shows up in the camera and no one says anything. It's just hovering there and then it disappears and nobody acknowledges it. Uh-huh. I was like, okay. And then four minutes and 45 seconds to 48 seconds, the light appears again, almost like it's now swaying on the ceiling. Oh. And then right before... Right before this moment, GhostTube had said, over here. And you, Megan, asked over where. And that's when the light shows up, almost like it was, like, trying to get our attention. Like a jealous little kid that was like, hey, over here. But up on the ceiling? That's, I mean, that's what it seemed like to me. I know, I know. (laughs) I don't like that. (laughs) Uh, Four minutes and 54 seconds, the whole grid goes dark. The whole light grid went dark. And then you hear Megan say, John, you're in front of the camera. Oh, dang it. <laughs> so there's, so there was I do that. remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is happening? You're like, and John is in front of the lights. And he went, oh, sorry. And you're like, this is for documenting purposes. So thank you for you that. You have to. Yeah, you got to say that stuff. Yeah. Uh, at five minutes and five seconds, in the same corner of the ceiling, the light shows up again after John takes a step back. It's almost like it, like, appeared from behind his head mm-hmm. um and i said you had the camera kind of around that area a lot but the light just wasn't consistently there even though you were consistently there and still no one is talking about this so light. it wasn't me like moving and catching some type of I reflection mean, you're moving but like it should have always been in the frame and like sometimes it was there and sometimes it was not and still at this point no one has said anything uh-huh at five minutes and 20 seconds you ask if someone is out in the hallway. I don't know if we thought we heard some steps again. Yeah, I thought... Um, yeah, I can't remember what happened, but I, I asked if they had left the room and if they were in the hall. Yeah, yeah. And then right when you ask that, like almost on command, the window starts rattling. Uh-huh. And like, yes, it's the window. It's not footsteps. We know that. Right. But we've talked about before how spirits can manipulate the objects around you that's the whole point of like trigger objects is was that just another manipulation Mm -hmm. to like that was a response even though in the moment it's like okay the wind but it was like yeah i don't know it seemed responsive even though it was just the elements right uh and then also in in tandem with the windows rattling the green light shows up again and it flashes on screen and then goes like kind of up in a u-shape off off the camera screen and then very quickly comes down and does like a check mark off to the side like so it does a light you up off screen down out hmm. i was like what is that like i don't know that's weird um, yeah I, I don't remember seeing any light yeah a little bit later you see the green light very fi- faintly show back up on the wall it stays really still for about like seven seconds and then it goes back up off the screen um it's very exciting stuff, right? Uh-huh. Let's... Oh, no. What are you about to say? I know. Megan, I got up and paced when I learned this. I was like, I need a breather. Because I've been so... I was like, how... No one is saying anything, and this light is so active. Uh-huh. Um, this is why we do what we do. There's an explanation for it. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. Um... The green light, this weird green light. Remember when I said John stretched at four minutes and 19 seconds and four minutes and 30 seconds is when the light showed up? If you rewind it and you go back, what you see 
is a figure bend down. He did stretch down and he picked up the K2 meter and it's him holding it up to the ceiling and like moving it around the room to get readings. Like the, the thought hit me and I will say the thought hit me because Maddie kind of led me in the direction. She's like, did John ever pick it up off the floor? And I was like, I don't think so because at some point you hear me ask the spirit, like you can touch that green light there. And usually I'm really specific in my descriptions because I want people to know what's going on. Yeah. And I would say something like touch the green light in John's hands, touch the like, right. Like something like that. And I just said, can you touch that green light for us? Or can you touch the green light for us? Mm -hmm. And at this point it would have been the point that John had already picked up the K2 meter. So I was like, maybe it's still on the floor. But once I had in my head, did he bend down and pick it up? You see the figure go down. You see, you can just, even without the IR infrared light, you can see mm-hmm. uh, it is him holding the K2 meter. He picked it up off the ground and we couldn't see it. Well, that's poop. So sorry to build it up like that. I just wanted you to hurt the way that I hurt. Okay. <laughs> and I guess just to like wrap up my little section you only have a little bit left on your camera. Yeah. There's a point where it says patient. Yes, I do remember uh, that. Ghost Tube says patient. And we were like, are you telling us to be patient? Or are you saying that you were a patient? Mm-hmm. And then very quickly after, it says uh, innocent. Mm-hmm. And so this is silly. Maybe I'm just stretching things here. I'm stretching things here. <laughs> um, I, I was said maybe it was responding from way earlier in the night when we were down in the basement and we were saying asking it, we asked it multiple times, were you innocent or guilty? And it never yes. responded down there. So it's almost like the thing was like, patient, I was innocent. Like they, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you were patient. I'll tell you now. Mm-hmm. That I mean, it's a stretch. It's a stretch. Listen, <laughs> <Yeah>. listen. <laughs> uh, that was my stretch. I don't know. There's no sugarcoating it. I was just like, I need something here. Yeah. Because uh, that's what that's what I have for Benton County Courthouse. Well, this room was exciting for me, too. Was it? Now? On the voice recorder, yeah. Because I do remember it because the patient and the uh, whatever innocent thing. I remember all that listening to the yeah recording yes. but in this room the they said there's this little kid for whatever reason and at one point it's so hard to tell i mean the grid light was supposed to help but there was one point that we thought maybe the door to out to the hallway had moved a little bit and that kind of fell through. I, I don't know if anyone else caught that. John thought he saw it. But then not too, like, quickly, not too long after that, there's what sounds like a baby crying. Oh. And I said, ma'am. And then, like, right after that, there's this rattling noise. Okay. And I got excited. Uh-huh. Until I realized that was the wind. Yeah. But... We'll stick with our theory of was it the wind or we're in the room that has the little kid Mm -hmm. and you hear a kid crying. Right. It's I know this this might sound like a stretch and it might sound cheesy to people, but we talked about it at what was the what was the graveyard? Oh, steps or step cemetery. I think so. Okay, it was the one in the state forest. Yeah. And 
there's the there's the legend that you hear a baby crying in the woods or whatever that we we heard a baby cry Mm -hmm. what it was as maddie educated us was two trees rubbing together like just so and Uh it sounded exactly like a baby crying like it is weird Mm -hmm. and this is when we started on with this theory of I mean, yes, it, it's trees rubbing together. It's not actually a baby crying, but like it's never actually a baby crying. It's never, you know, a person in Victorian era clothing <laughs> standing in the hallway. It's always, you know, a manifestation of that. So do spirits, do, we give them trigger, trigger objects like a ball, like toys, like cigarettes, like poker chips, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it really so hard to think that they manipulate the elements around us to show their presence just like they would push a ball or you know drop coins or something i don't know maybe it's silly i don't know but i don't necessarily think it is Mm -hmm. why do you think when you say like like, (laughs) knock knock on the walls if if you're if you can hear us why is i'm knocking on the wall not you know pipes moving and the building shifting and whatever right well that's what i have to say about that i will defend it uh, yeah, and that's all I have for that room, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> so that that was just saying I had something exciting only to find out that it was the crazy wind and the mm-hmm. just coming through the windows. Yeah, I will say uh, after this point, we split up into groups mm-hmm. to, and into pairs, actually, to check out the building. Um, I'm not even doing this for time purposes. I mean, I do want to get on to Fowler Theater. Yeah. I will be real. Me and Maddie went together. You and John went together. John and I went into the attic. And me and Maddie went into the women's uh, cell. There was only mm-hmm. a single cell for women. Of and, course. Um, <laughs> very comfortable. I don't know. We sat with a voice recorder. Uh, really... The attic was creepy, I will say. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, I... I hate to just keep it short like this, Mm -hmm. but I mean, like we didn't hear anything. We didn't see anything. We had the light grid with us in that room and I was like straining my eyes, like trying to look for any motion, anything. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a very, very chill room. Yeah. The attic was probably the only place that I felt somewhat uncomfortable in that whole building. Um, it's one big open space. It's not like the entirety of the building. It, it does come to like a point. So it's just a large room. Right. It's empty. There's boxes of journals up there, which I wanted to get into the journals and start reading some of the entries to see if it would trigger something. Um, John was like, don't touch that. Cause he was like <laughs> kind of, I think he was a little unsettled too. Right. There was also mattresses up there, like dirty mattresses up against the wall. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that weird. in the videos. I didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if you noticed in my video, but I'm constantly moving because I didn't want my back to the room. Yeah. I guess that's true. Cause it is just a giant open. Yeah. So I felt exposed. There was nowhere I could stand in that room where I felt comfortable and and then at one point good old ghost tube comes out with devil and i said you shut your lips like (laughs) i was having none of that right it said devil or demon or something like that but it felt uncomfortable but i don't nothing happened up there the wind was super crazy up there yeah yeah but um i remember in the video you guys said something about like a possible cold spot mm mm-hmm 
Uh, this whole time throughout the building, the EMF is doing really weird things. Oh, I yeah. will say that. So again, more active than than most places we've been. Uh, yeah, uh, for sure. And not even just randomly active. I feel like it was responsive, mm-hmm. like a little intelligent, intelligibly. <laughs> yeah, yes, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We all know what I mean. So even though nothing happened up in the attic, it did feel weird. But we reconvened after that and decided it was time to head on over to the theater. For the second time. Yes. Because uh, the night started with Megan did not receive the email in time. And we went to the theater first. We walked in. This guy's cleaning up. And he looks at us very confused. And we're like, we're looking for Justin. And he's like, who's Justin? And we're like... (laughs) I don't, you're supposed to know who Justin is. Uh-huh. Like, I, we don't know we're meeting him here. And we're just being very vague. And I was like, we're meeting him here for like a ghost hunting uh, investigation. And he's like, oh, I mean, I'm expecting Boy Scouts. And we're like, we're not. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> yeah, it was. <sighs> it was really weird. We then found out, of course, we were supposed to go to the courthouse first. And then we went to the theater what boy scouts are going there at whatever o'clock at night yeah, it was. I thought that was a weird thing to say. I don't... Yeah, he's like, well, know. I'm expecting boy scouts. I was like, oh, well, it couldn't be us. Uh, so <laughs> Not anyway, I. <laughs> we go to Fowler. We get the same quick rundown of the hot spots in the building. Um, notable places up in the projection booth. They have said before, like, the doors will o- the door will open and close on its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're standing out on the balcony of the projection booth, you're supposed to be able to like hear footsteps or like just mm-hmm. kind of hear commotion underneath you yes um it is a one room theater it's not how the big amcs where they've got yeah. 20 different rooms to play movies no it's a single room theater i mean think small town theater very nice small town theater uh but it is just the one screen you walk into the lobby keep walking forward and you're in the movie room the end <laughs> yeah and, and you can go upstairs into the projection room there's the concession stand which is uh, small there's two bathrooms out in the lobby one for men one for women nice a very nice potty used and it liked it you can go behind the sc- projection screen which is actually another hot spot that he mentioned there is just a rocking chair for inexplicable reasons, there is a rocking chair. So this is like an old theater. So they have like large stack speakers behind there. And that's where the sound comes from for the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's obviously, you know, equipment back there for that. So I'm guessing some t- like during movies or whatever, someone sits back there to monitor that, make sure it's okay. But they have a rocking chair for it. Yeah. And they're like, the rocking chair will move on its own. Uh, he's also said that people will see things that almost look like Dementors. Like if you're a Harry Potter fan um dementors up in the ceiling of behind the screen i was like creepy cool can't wait uh and then there's also a seat in the in the you know theater area that they said the owner not the owner yeah the original owner owner. Mm -hmm. it was like his designated seat and that's supposed to have some activity attached to it they did tell us about uh a guy who worked there too i don't think you covered it in your history yeah, Daniel, who he, who he uh, had killed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he didn't do it at the theater. He had hanged himself. Uh, I thought they said he tried at the theater and then was successful at home with a gun. Yeah, I believe so. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yes. So, no, I, I, re- I hope I talked about it because I do remember that. Okay. Um, and so they said, like, he was one of the projection operators or whatever. He was the one that, like, the, the ghost to, not the ghost to, but, like, the spirit box said a name. I think, I think it was Ralph. Uh-huh. Uh, and a woman called him, was like, my dad was the original operator and his name was Ralph. Yeah. So uh, he has ties to that. So with that information, conveniently, there are four spots that have activity. Mm-hmm. So we split up into singulars. Yep. Yeah. We just went to a spot. I started behind the stage, behind the screen. Megan sat in the original owner's chair. Uh, John went up to projection. the projection box. Where did Maddie go? Maddie just sat in the middle of the theater. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought, think just observing. <laughs> yeah. Just observing. Um so as far as me back behind the screen goes i uh, i hate doing this but this is the purpose of our trips right the rocking chair didn't do squat i was getting very mad i was like i'm looking at this chair (laughs) and i'm like straining my eyeballs staring at a chair and it's not doing anything come to find out after i like turned my video off and i was like let's when we re set ourselves Mm -hmm. i went to go move the rocking chair and it had been sitting on cables and it wouldn't rock yeah i was like are you kidding me i've been staring at this thing for like (laughs) 10 minutes um so i moved cables and made sure that it could freely rock so it didn't do anything the first time i was back there i will say the whole dementor-esque entity that people see behind the stage Uh uh-huh there are flyaway curtains like you like we know there are the side curtains yeah and the air kicks on there the air is very loud oh holy crap the air is loud um but when the air kicks on the curtains back there move out of the corner of your eye i could very easily see those curtains looking like something moving in the side i hate to poo poo it i hate to be i hate to boo boo it but (laughs) (laughs) but i do feel like that's the explanation for that is out of the corner of your eye if you're not paying attention if the light catches it just right there are curtains up there because it's a theater and when the air hit them they moved so sorry my knee was locking up i had to move (laughs) that's okay uh but that is unfortunately i think what the whole dementor thing is about that makes sense i don't want to discredit whatever other people have seen but that was my observation behind there also, the rocking chair didn't move for me because it was stuck on cables. Mm-hmm. So I freed it. <laughs> I freed it when we reset. And I'll say what I did next. And then you could talk about your stuff before I go into that. Um, I'm tired of carrying the camera around at this point. So I was like, you know what? I know a way to know if this rocking chair moves without me having to just stare at it all night. I set the camera up on the chair. and you can see in the video when i start i'm like i'm rocking the chair and you can see the chair rocking i was like i'm going to leave you alone now while i go check out the rest of the building Mm -hmm. and you just uh keep on rocking and i walked away and let it do its thing and we'll come back to that now you all right i sat in the owner's chair i didn't feel diddly squat Uh, it was very comfortable chair i (laughs) he got a good seat in the house i guess right right and I had the voice recorder with me. That's all I had. Mm-hmm. And I was asking questions, trying to just any type of trigger. I was saying, like, what's your favorite movie? And yeah. how long were you the owner? And stuff like that. Uh-huh. I got no response. What 
there's this constant hum in the theater that every once in a while I almost thought there was like some whispering or some chattering. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if it was just a trick that was I from listening to the static for so long that I was starting to hear things. But there was a very distinct noise that I heard and neither myself or Maddie said anything. Nobody said anything as a matter of fact. So I'm just, I'm kind of shook that I feel like this is a point where I would have said, Oh, this just happened to cover our bases. And I didn't, Mm -hmm. um, sitting in the chair in silence. I'm not even asking questions at this point. I'm like, you do you, if you want to talk, I even start asking for Daniel, the guy who took his life. Oh, his name's Daniel. Whoops. Yeah. I said, Ralph. yeah, I, it was, cause he was the one that you found out he was gay and yeah. Yeah. Okay. There was, a, there was a comment made. I think it was just poor phrasing in the moment. I didn't like this. This is just a me thing when we were getting the explanation of Daniel uh-huh. and why he potentially decided to take his own life. They they said that because he was gay and they're like, because he chose that lifestyle, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that was a really poor choice. I don't of words. think that's what I know. It was, it was probably just misspoke. Yeah. I don't think it should be something that is misspoken personally, but I suppose if you're not and you're not around people who are, and it's not your everyday life, that's not something that you're as mindful of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't, I, I was kind of like, eh, during the explanation when they were like, well, because he chose this lifestyle, it's understandable. There was, I was like, nobody chooses uh, to be like, <laughs> to be this person right. and to feel so bad about being that person that they take their own life. But that's neither here nor there. He did make the comment the time that this happened. It was like, what, the 50s or 60s yes, no, or it, something. And, and in rural-esque Indiana... That's hard. Lord, Shoot, yeah. it is 2023 and it's hard for me now. Like, well, I mean, not the same kind of hard. I'm not going to sit here and act like it's the same hardships. It's different hardships, but s- still there. So, right, I, yes, right. I can imagine. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. That's that's not why we're here. Let's get back yeah. to the weird noise <laughs> that I heard. So, point being, I didn't make any comment about something happening. So, I... And this sound, it was pretty distinct. So, I... I don't know. It was, um, I heard footsteps walking towards, almost like it was coming down the aisle towards the front of the stage. You That very distinct sound where movie theaters have the concrete floors and it's sticky and gross because people are gross and they drop their drinks and their candy and their popcorn. And it's like, you can mop it up all you want, but there's just always that constant sticky yes, in a movie yeah. theater. Actually, in my video, when I'm heading backstage, I go... She's sticky. And you see me like move my feet on the floor. Yes. And it's that like sound of your feet unsticking from the floor. Mm -hmm. There's footsteps coming towards me and Maddie. You can, it's like far away and it gets louder. And you didn't acknowledge it. Neither of us did. See now when I was behind the stage, I was taking notes and I will say like I, you know, um, deleted some notes as I listened back and decided maybe it wasn't what I thought it was. Yeah. Backstage, the the um, speaker system, it's on. It's running. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not on, but like, if you've never been around like s- stack speakers and a lot of equipment like this, 
the stuff is loud. It's that's why there are designated rooms for these things usually. Yeah. And so sitting back there, there was this constant hum. But there was a point where in the video, I thought I heard footsteps. And then I like rewound the video, listened again. And I was like, maybe I'm just hearing like rhythmic humming of the machines. Mm -hmm. So I did not make that note. But I remember thinking that that I was like, I want to write it down, but I don't think it's footsteps because for me, it was very muffled. Mm hmm. No, I it was a, and now I wish I would have I could have known like a time frame we could have uh you know compared time stamps. Yeah. But it is it is it's a distinct sound of sneakers or some type of shoe someone walking down the aisle towards me and Maddie. Interesting. So that was a good one and it wasn't because I could tell when we all start to reconvene and decide that we're going to break up into different parts of the the theater again and it was not there yet because then the air kicked on and that about knocked me out my seat i was like oh Oh, yeah (laughs) it was so loud (laughs) i will say i have a note that i forgot uh when i first sat backstage um i don't know why you would recall this but it was try to try to imagine time frame i don't know where you would have been because i couldn't see any of you Mm mm-hmm I walk backstage, I sit down, I get my bearings, I start the camera. Uh, I don't know how many minutes would have passed at that point, maybe two minutes, Uh uh, two or three minutes, depending on if I waited for the light to go off. At 36 seconds, I noted that it sounds like something drops out in the seating area and nobody says anything. Like there were a couple times where stuff happened and we're like, sorry, that was me. Like I, I've coughed i whatever i yeah and i just hear something drop and no none of you said anything out in the i may have okay was it a loud thud kind i mean it wasn't super loud but it was a thud i think i may have dropped something did the seat make a loud noise when you sat down not that i recall because that's honestly to me what it sounded like is when it's those type of theater seats that when you get up, they smack up. Yeah. That's what it sounded like. I don't think so. I don't. Yeah. that Like it was honestly very distinct, like a theater chair slamming up after somebody stood up. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think so. Well, there's that. Okay. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> All right. So then at this point, we uh, decided to readjust, go to different spots to kind of switch it up, right? Yep. I set up my camera. I actually then went up to the projection booth. I don't know. I just have an affinity for projection booths, doing lighting and such. Mm. Lighting and camera work. I just want to be up there. What a tool. No, shut up. <laughs> um, where did you guys go? Uh, I went to the lobby. You went to the lobby. Yes. Maddie hung out in the bathroom because actually he said the bathroom was another like we a uh, hot spot. The women's bathroom in particular mm-hmm. was a hot spot. Uh, so she like sat down in there. I know. Uh huh. She just had to take a dump. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess I'll go first on my little section if you want. Okay. Um, I was up in the projection booth. It was loud. Again, lots of machinery up there. Uh-huh. Loud humming. It is warm because all the machines are running. Right. Went from a cold building to like when you're up there, it was hot. It was hot. Uh, I stepped out on the balcony for a little bit, but honestly, I didn't want to um, 
make too much noise in the background that you guys will be like, what is that? Because you're not in the theater area anymore. Yeah. And truthfully, I didn't want to sit out there. Uh, so I went back in the projection booth itself. I don't know why. Of all of the places that we went that night and of all of the things, whatever, I was the most uncomfortable in the projection booth. And the same kind of vibe that you had in the attic that like, and it was because that loud humming. Mm-hmm. In the back of my mind, I was like, if anybody came up here right now quietly, I would not know. That, yeah. And I kept like turning every time I would like turn around and check and make sure no one was standing behind me. I just had this constant feeling that someone was just like standing right behind me. Mm. So uh, that was unsettling. Kind of annoying. Uh, the big thing about the projection booth, like I said before, is they say that the door has opened up on its own. Mm-hmm. I... I'm going to be a butthole again. Listen, I can't, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys. I'm not going to make things up for, for the, you know, clout, the clout. Yeah, I almost <laughs> I said that. that yeah. I'm not going to think, make things up just to make you guys be like, Ooh, this place is so haunted because, uh, as you know, for those of you that have been around this whole time, uh, we'll tell you if it's real or not. The whole point is we go, we investigate and we do the dirty work for you. Yep. This door is heavy. It's a little heavy. And uh, there is a lot of airflow in that room. Mm-hmm. There's actually also an air conditioner going, which is wild to me because I stepped over. I was like, there's a cold spot. I realized there was a window unit. Oh. And even with that window unit going, how hot was it in there? Oh, I did not know there was a window unit. Exactly. I didn't know until I stepped over near it. Um, so lots of circulating air, which is good for those machines. The door, I like unlatched it and let it go and it pretty forcefully opened on its own like the weight of the door and the suction of the air in that room Mm -hmm. pulled the door open pretty quickly Mm -hmm. i was like okay so i pushed the door closed and just barely not quite latched it it was like it was like you shut it and you didn't quite shut it all the way so it was in the frame but not in the latch Uh uh-huh uh and then i gave the wall like a couple good pounds Mm-hmm. or like kind of stomped around it and it came out from the frame and then very you know pointedly opened opened itself wide up yeah and i was like oh man i was trying so hard i was like please don't be that so i like shut the door i like threw the door shut but didn't throw it all the way shut sure enough she just swung right open i was mm. like dang like i know in my heart of hearts that that's what is probably happened because they it's on there's a video evidence of this door opening and the guy had just come out from there and shut the door quote unquote he probably did not latch it mm-hmm. the weight of it probably pulled it open that yeah. really bummed me out i did not want that to be the case but it is undeniably what the case is yeah I remember you telling me that before we left that night. I was just like, poop. I know. I just couldn't keep that one to myself. I was really bummed about it. Um, As for the camera that I left back on stage, uh, the chair did not rock. No. (laughs) The chair didn't rock. There were some knocks. And like now that I recall that we were all out in the lobby area, at least or away from there, uh, there were like some knocks, some orbs, and there were also like moments of dust where you could tell the difference between the dust and the orbs yeah so yeah i have notes of let's see blah 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 another orb off the right of the screen a knocking noise that isn't acknowledged by anybody uh oh 
I mention it's oh as I'm sitting behind the stage I've missed this one I mentioned that it sounded like there was a scratching noise but oh. the camera didn't pick it up and nobody said anything huh. um let's see a knocking noise isn't acknowledged an orb comes out then when I leave it alone an orb comes out orb comes out a slow deliberate orb like diagonally comes across the screen and then off camera which is like dust usually goes up or it's right. kind of erratic uh, and then there was a lot of clicking coming from behind the rocking chair. Of course. And I said, you know what? I just don't like that. <laughs> yeah. And then I don't feel, I know we ended up in the, in the, what do you call it? Auditorium at some point again. Mm-hmm. Uh, this video, the camera died while I left it back there. It only recorded for 15 minutes. I don't think we walked back in there after just 15 minutes mm-hmm. or it was close, but I hear at about seven minutes we definitely weren't back in by then uh talking and i was like dang we're probably walking up to the stage and talking Mm -hmm. we weren't in there i don't think so no and i mean it had to be loud enough talking that i heard it if you could if you could just hear how loud these machines were back there it would take like us probably talking like this in order for you to hear it the way i heard it on the camera yeah i was like oh we're just talking and then it you know dawned on me we're not in there yeah um and then like 30 seconds later there's a small bang in the auditorium area no one says anything like no one acknowledges that uh and then at a point the light adjusts on the camera this camera if you step in front of it it adjusts to its surroundings especially with the ir right and it hadn't done it this whole time but at about 13 14 minutes uh, you see the light on the camera like get really bright and then come back down and adjust itself like something stepped in front of it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, nothing stepped in front of it. Right. Um, that's what the camera got. Okay. So. Well, John and I sat in front of the men's restroom since Maddie was in the women's and we just had the, we had the voice recorder and the EMF reader. Yes. EMF... Um, relatively quiet compared to the rest of the night at this point. Uh-huh. And, uh, we were just asking, cause out in the lobby, I didn't think, I don't remember them saying anyone in particular is out there, but just activity, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just asking general questions, trying to get some type of response. But then at the same time, John and I felt like something, the way we were sitting it, we're sitting like right in front of the doorway to the bathroom. And it felt like someone was either walk, had just walked past us, either going in or out of the bathroom. I can't remember which direction. And the EMF lit up Mm -hmm. and we're like, did you just go to the potty? Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, it lit up again. Okay. And so then we're like staring in the bathroom. We're like, are you in there? And the EMF is just like starting to respond again. And so I said, all right, that's weird. Um, and we did make this comment, not that it, this theater is a portal or anything, but they have made oh, a grave yes. mistake yeah. <laughs> in their, in the both bathrooms and in the lobby. They've made a mistake in their decor. So we talked about this at Whisper Estates. There's the Oculus Room. Uh-huh, which is floor-to-ceiling, wall-to-wall mirrors. mirrors. Yes. And they're all facing each other because the point of that is if you put 
face two mirrors looking at each other, it is opening a portal to the other side somewhere else (laughs) and can let weird things in. Yes. You shouldn't do that. Well, this theater in both bathrooms and in the lobby have have, mirrors. Yeah, there's like a a body length mirror in the bathroom facing the mirror over the sink Mm -hmm. in both bathrooms. And then in the lobby, there's two circular mirrors on either side facing each other. And I said, you cannot do this. (laughs) Silly. And we're sitting underneath one of those mirrors in the lobby. So I'm like, are we, are there people passing by us in the mirrors? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, possibly, which is kind of creepy. It's just like a, you know, they're in transit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just stopping by. Just passing by. Yeah, on to the next mirror. Really, there wasn't any other activity out in the lobby except for the EMF. And we thought someone went to go use the potty. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I had. I don't remember, I don't recall Maddie saying anything really happening in the women's restroom. Some weird knocking noises, but like can't be explained just as much as they can't not be explained you know what i mean right didn't feel inconclusive yes uh one thing we did mention when we first went into the bathroom when we actually had to pee was it's the lobby is relatively quiet uh, except for the hum of the the machines or whatever but when we went into the bathroom it sounded like applause yeah like gen like a a dull roar of applause almost like if you were in the bathroom and then the show ended in the theater behind you and people were like lightly clapping yeah it was weird but like you didn't hear it at all out in the lobby Uh uh-uh so that was strange i guess yeah (laughs) but i think that was the end of our night that was the end of the night yeah Mm mm-hmm and Justin just sat in the lobby the whole time. He did not move from the seat. He didn't. He sat like in the furthest corner back in like a little nook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so we can do something now that we haven't done in a very in a long while. time. Mm-hmm. And you knew it. And I was towards the end here going through it in my head because I'm like, do I even remember how to do this? It's been a minute. We need to rate this place. We do. We haven't given you a rating in so long brush the dust off okay <laughs> so if for those we've all probably forgotten at this point so lord let's recap <laughs> when we get to visit haunted locations now few and far between but we enjoy them we like to rate these places because the point is we like to tell you if we think the place is haunted if we think it's worth it blah 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 mm-hmm. and we've created these these you know rating things I'm doing a really good job. Uh-huh. Uh, things that we rate it on and give it an overall score. So, the first thing that we rate it on is the scare level. No, uh, the historical accuracy. Oh. Ugh. So, we have to recall back to last month. Uh, so, based on the history given and what we experienced, how is the historical accuracy to the haunting? And we based it on a scale of tech. We've done zeros before, mm-hmm. uh, zero to five, right? Yeah. So, I'm like racking my brain. I know history. History is a thing we talked about. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, I I feel like I know what I want to give it. Um. See, we always got confused in this. Like, what we're actually <laughs> we made this rule, and we still <laughs> we don't know. I don't know. Oh God. Okay. I just, I, I feel like, I don't know. 
I know what I'm going to do. So, okay. Ready? Uh-huh. Three, two, one. One. Four? What? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, what's your reasoning? I don't know. Stop. I'm just saying one because, like, the things that we experienced were not specific to the his- history of the locations. Okay. That's 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 my thing is like if somebody tells you you're going to hear a baby crying out in the woods because a woman lost her baby and we went and we heard a baby crying. That's a five for me. Yeah. If someone tells you, uh, let's just move events. Daniel shot himself in the theater and we go and there's no gunshot sounds. There's no whatever. Weeping, there's no, no there's no daniel given on ghost tube nothing that's yeah that's true no okay so no so really i feel like what we experienced had nothing to do they give you history and they're like that's why this place is haunted is because daniel haunts the place and because uh what's his face was hanged for killing that little girl and blah 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 yeah to me what we experienced did not reflect reflect the history at all Okay. I'm giving it a one because I will I don't want to be super mean. Give it a one. <laughs> she yeah. just got confused, folks. She went the wrong way. I did. Okay. I I blacked out for a second. Okay. So what's the next thing? Uh is this the accuracy. Scare level. Scare level. So how scary were these places? <laughs> um Okay. Okay, ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. One, one. and a half? Oh, okay, you're being you're being uh, gracious. The, our initial going into the the uh, courthouse was uncomfy, and yes. then it got fine. And then there was a part in the courthouse where I was like, uh, uh-uh. yeah. And I'm basing mine off of like kind of the same. We had that introduction that I was like pretty stoked when he was showing us. I was like, I feel really spooky in here, uh-huh. <laughs> and then like always feeling like someone was behind me in the projection box. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was fleeting. Yeah. So one, one and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, next we're going to do believability. Ah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> believability. Do we believe that this place is, is that it? Wait, historical accuracy, scare level. Believability. Yeah. Believability. Do I we believe think- that this place is haunted? So. <sighs> okay. I am ready. I'm so I'm sorry, but I'm ready for my response. Yeah, me too. Okay, ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, one. zero. There's something there. Mm, I'll give it a point five. <laughs> I I think they all felt a little circumstantial to me. Yes. Yeah. Listen, I okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. Point five and one. That's what we're going with. Yeah. Do we believe it's haunted? Yeah. Um, I'll jump it up to a one, okay? Lots of EMF activity. Lots of EMF activity. Which was unusual. That Yeah, that was a little... Usually the EMF is what's quiet for us. But I think the other stuff that we got, voice recorder, um, things that may have been on camera, very fleeting things yes. that if... If there is something there, I don't think they're tied to the building in any sense. I think they're just passing by. Right. Uh, So then we just give it an overall score. Yeah. I feel like, can we just comfortably say it's a one? It's a one. It's a one. Uh, And that's just literally averaging out our one, one, one score. 
Yeah, kind of a bummer. So, um, <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll try to save it by saying this. We've explained it before, so I feel like it's, um, what's the word? A little, uh, not contra- contradictive. It's a little contradictive of us mm-hmm. to be so harsh on this place when we talk about you watch Ghost Adventures, you watch Ghost Hunters. All that stuff does not happen in a night. Mm -hmm. like they probably have very slow nights they probably have very active nights Mm -hmm. Um, but it's all compiled over minimum like a week from these people we just had a three hour experience split between two places so an hour per location Mm -hmm. um it's very possible we just caught a dud of a night or it could be these places are more residual hauntings and you're not going to get something happening at midnight it's going right. to be middle of the day yeah um because that's when the activity was happening in these buildings that's possible too i mean as far as i can tell the video footage of the door being caught opening regardless of the circumstances was during the day yeah and honestly that door it was in its defense awkward to almost close but not quite close you would have to like make an effort to make it do that Mm -hmm. so it's possible that it was latched and that it opened i don't i don't know their circumstances for me i don't know they must have upgraded the latch because it was pretty strong (laughs) it would take a lot to open that door Mm -hmm. um i don't know i i'm not gonna say i disliked this place it was very cool the theater was really cool i love a good theater and I like jails. I have a thing for jails now. I don't know. I like when we go to jails. Mm-hmm. Even though it wasn't a jail, it was a courthouse. Yeah, I kept had calling cells. it a jail too. Yeah. Uh, I liked them as a concept. I enjoyed the location as far as the haunted stuff goes. It was pretty... Uh, lackluster. Lackluster is a good safe word to use. I wanted so much more. I was so stoked for it. Mm-hmm. Uh We've looked at this place a couple of times and we finally had uh, the opportunity. uh, Yeah, that we could go visit this place. And, ah, man. Yeah. What a bummer. Yeah. So, I mean, I think everyone, especially little things like this, it's all volunteer ran. Still check it out if you want. I think they're cool locations. If you get haunted experiences there, please let us know. But for mm-hmm. our one night stand, <laughs> um, it was minimal at best. Yeah, I will say if you do plan on doing it, our three hour investigation was 120 bucks up to 10 people. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's really reasonable yes. compared to some places that we've looked at. Mm hmm. That's a good price. And if you want, if you had more than 10 for whatever reason, you do pay like an extra fee, but it's not much. So it's, and the tour guides are really flexible. I mean, they'll give you the full blown tour with history and everything. Mm -hmm. Or if you just want the quick and dirty, they'll give that too. Cause that's what we got. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That's it for Fowler, Indiana. Yeah. We made you wait a month for this, <laughs> and we're sorry. It has to happen sometimes. It does, and mm-hmm. it sucks, but it is what it is. I still appreciate the opportunity to check it out. Yeah, no, I, I'm i glad we got to brush the dust off, go to a haunted location. We learned some things on this trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, learned that upgrading some equipment may be in the future. <sighs> 
learning how to turn on night vision, <laughs> things like that. Well, it's not even, I, we want to add to it, but it's, that's a conversation for off, off, uh, mics. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Thanks everybody for listening still. We got, I, we won't go into too much detail in it because truthfully it feels a little silly. Um, but we got some, uh, feedback. <laughs> yeah. That, was, that wasn't uh you guys have always been so supportive and cool of us and we really appreciate it and you know what finally happened we got like a not supportive comment i mean we do ask you guys to be honest we do we good. do and we got some honesty and it wasn't uh it wasn't necessarily positive and you know what i told megan this i got the notification i was like did you see what happened and your, your response was so did we make it? Because like, honestly, <laughs> when you have haters, that's when you know you've made it. Mm-hmm. And actually, our listens after their interaction doubled. <laughs> I know this is true. So I don't know if people saw that and they were like, mm, let's see what all the fu- the hubbub's about. <laughs> yeah. uh, but either way, you're. I only like teared up a little bit. I don't take <laughs> criticism while I've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I saw it. And I said, wow, okay. Um, <laughs> And then I saw our views and I said, wow, okay. And I was fine. <laughs> yeah, there's no need to like rehash what the comment said. It was really silly. Truthfully, I can't tell if we're being trolled or not. <laughs> yeah. But if we are and you're listening to this episode, we don't, we're honestly, what we're critical of is the hauntings. And that's the point. Yeah. Like, because we want to know if this place is a haunted or not. Like, we, you hear all these scary stories and you're like, ooh, I want to check it out. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, Fowler Theater and the what ben Benton county Benton county courthouse uh, was kind of a letdown for us uh-huh. uh you can still check it out if you want i'm not going to tell you not to right uh, but as far as like the city of fowler goes quaint nice rural indiana what do you want yeah we <laughs> saw it in the dark uh i'm sure it's lively during the day <laughs> yes no i enjoy all the places we go i like visiting the places we go and getting to travel anywhere is always fun mm-hmm. uh we focus on the hauntings and if we're negative about that that's our opinion so right and look if we're negative about the town we if you want an episode of us crapping on our hometown we can do oh, it oh man okay original sin city used to be meth capital like gary had to take it from us thanks guys still in indiana though we can <laughs> still, still in indiana that. yeah we got that <laughs> going for us um yeah so i apologize if we come off negative sometimes truthfully we were expecting if we ever expected negative comments, it would be about our tangents on our personal <laughs> beliefs, which I know Megan gives me like the eyeballs a lot of times. <laughs> but you know what? I believe what I believe. And you're not going to, yeah. your meanness is not going to take that out of me. Yeah. But um, if we're mean to your hometown, just know we are 10 times meaner to our hometown. Oh so. gosh, we are literally the armpit of Indiana. <laughs> I'm not joking. When going to college, what I heard from like, fellow students who were not from Terre Haute is the first thing they noticed when they came to Terre Haute was the smell. The smell. It smells terrible <laughs> no. here because of the paper mill, because of the sewage plant. We smell like an armpit, I guess. <laughs> so we've been told. <laughs> That's all right, though. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're genuinely positive people if we've been negative. Uh, sorry. 
I don't, I mean, that's what you get. We'll try to be nicer, I guess. (laughs) I know. I feel like I'm so positive and apologetic all the time. And I saw that. I said, wow. (laughs) I I was genuinely shocked. But the way the comment's written, I'm like, are we getting punked right now? Because. And that's okay. And if you comment on this and you're like, wow, thanks for calling me out. Just know it's going to hurt my feelings. (laughs) Right. Um, But I'll get past it, I guess. Look, my initial reaction was, come at me with your real account, you coward. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Uh, I don't know, but... I we, got over it really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I almost forgot. I just decided to mention it. Mostly because yeah. I liked that the views went up. Thank you for... It's, they call it views. I realize you're not seeing anything. Yeah. Uh, but as far as true. our... Yeah. As far as our statistics go, they call it views. So that's why I'm calling it that. Um, we appreciate you guys listening. We'll keep mm-hmm. going places. We'll keep being us. Uh, Don't let the heaters get you down. <laughs> shut up. I hate you. <laughs> What's uh, that from? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I made it up. You probably made it up. <laughs> Just remember, don't let the heaters get you down. Is it really heaters? I say heaters. Okay, well, anyway. It's haters, dummy. <laughs> it's probably from a lot of things. This episode has gone on a long time for a dud. I know what happened. Jeez Louise. Holy heck. Well, it's because we've got, we had been so long since we've gotten to go to our own location that we got to discuss, mm-hmm. discuss things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on to the next, what, wait, where were we? New York? We just did New York. I said, where were we? Oh, we were, we were in, in New, New York. York. I'm not going to embarrass myself by guessing. So. It's a North. We're on a North, North Carolina. Carolina. Okay. Uh, Megan said it with confidence. If it's wrong, she's dumb. Yeah. So... <laughs> Come at me for being dumb. <laughs> uh, so thanks. We are excited for the next trip. I have another one in mind for Megan that we haven't talked about yet. Very excited. Going to hit stop record and talk about it. Oh, so excited. <laughs> Can't wait. Yep. And we'll see you next Thursday. All right. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening. Mixing, editing, and music is by Kelsey Ingram. Our cover art is done by both of us. Visit our website at orsotheysaypod.com. You can find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok all at orsotheysaypod. If you would like to donate and have access to all of our evidence from our investigations, please visit patreon.com slash orsotheysaypod. You can donate as little as $1 to hear EVPs, watch haunting videos, and see photographic evidence we've captured during our travels. You can also give a once-off donation to our PayPal, which will be linked on our website as well. Merchandise can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. You can find or so they say on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And when you do find us, please make sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe. We and the algorithms will thank you for it. See See you you next week. week.